0: And hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Stuart Vine, and welcome to my review of NXT TakeOver 36. Yes, all by myself, no josh this time, and he'll be back from our our SummerSlam review. But um, yeah, obviously this kind of show felt like an end of an era type thing, as we all know the talk of the um, changes they're going to make to NXT after this event. But yeah, what if this was an end of... NXT, do we know what a way to go out. Matches to look forward to were Adam Cole versus Carlo O'Reilly, two out of three falls match, or the undisputed finale. Love that. And obviously you have matches like Walter and Dragon off two for the NXT UK Championship, and obviously the main event with Killing Cross going against Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship, and obviously other cool matches in between that as well. But yeah, so yeah, it's shaped up to be an awesome show. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, so let's get stuck in and talk about NXT Takeover Thirty Six. your ass? Yes! You just made the list! Incoming! Rock! Let's dance. Dance. Um, yeah, so NXT thirty six hosted at the Capital Wrestling Center. Uh, obviously, the WWE Performance Center. If you were in there, no. But um, yes, yeah, so obviously, a lot of matches we want to talk about. But before we get into like the main show, that's just quick a quick talk about the kickoff match uh, they had like what ten minutes before the show. Um, I only glanced like there was a match. Didn't actually watch the match. But was um, it Rip Holland? If I pronounce that correctly, against Trey. Baxter, if I pronounce that as well, terrible names, obviously as always. But um, yeah, obviously we have got um, it was a very quick match, and he, like what, not, like, two, not even like less than two minutes. Holland is destroying the match. Baxter gets the win, and yeah, it's just um, I guess it's to build him up. It's probably big things for him. Obviously, there was probably big things for him when he debuted. I think he attacked Adam Cole many, many m- months ago. I think last year, but um, obviously that. that cleared. I think it's the guys in the group that broke his legs on the fall. <laughs> I think it's the same guy. But, um, yeah, so he's back from his injury. So, hopefully big things. Hopefully help Pete Dunne maybe his muscle. Probably going to help out. I see Pete Dunne at some point. Got a challenge for an NXT title again. It makes sense, obviously, with the result of the main event we'll talk about later. Uh, probably a good shout that he's probably going to be challenging if not the first challenger, maybe the second. So be interested to see what they do here. But um, uh, so yeah, so that's the kickoff show. Let's go in to dive in to the first match on the main card. So yeah, we kick off the show with the match between LA Knight and Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship. With the stipulation that if LA Knight wins, uh, Ted DiBiase would be his butler, not Cameron Grimes. Uh, but yeah, I've been again. I mean, I had a chance to talk about because it it's the first time we talked about it. We're really loving this feud. It's been so funny. I mean, if you see the um, the video vignettes they've been doing of him being the butler, uh, I like. I, I've liked the Cameron Grimes situation where it's like he's actually enjoyed some of the stuff he's been doing. Uh, obviously, the first one when he's Dave um, trying to humiliate him, but Cameron Grimes has got is totally like, yeah, I love the new suit, like the new idea, and obviously the stuff with the golf stuff, uh, the golf segments, funny, funny stuff. But um, yeah, I mean. Surprisingly, a really good, really good feud, and 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 this a good opener. Got to be honest, really good opener. So um, yeah, let's just to start dive uh, talking about the match quickly. Uh, obviously, at the beginning of the match, obviously had a, they had a million dollar trash can. That obviously, Ted DiBiase brought out with Cameron Grimes to toss the Butler outfit in there to and reveal a kind of. Uh, Outfit, they're kind of like a like very million dollar kind of esque kind of look that I kind of like. That kind of is, is kind of Ted DiBiase's protege at the moment. I uh, feel sorry for his son at this point, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we started off with that. Uh, but um, yeah, obviously, start the match is very intense match. Uh, uh, start Cameron Grimes is really um, going after LA Knights, even starting slapping him, kind of kicking him in the face, all kinds of stuff. Cameron Grimes in control early. You had um, you had a really cool moment with Grimes getting assist from Ted Dvrci, uh, like kind of like whipping him, uh, Grimes to hit like a running kick to knock uh, LA Knight off the steel steps. That's pretty cool. I mean, I guess the ref was like, well, you know, technically he's not hurting anyone, but <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah, okay. But um, yeah, obviously that happened. And obviously, LA Knight did start getting in control, starting to get control of the match, uh, but he just couldn't put Cameron Grimes away. I mean, I, sometimes I forget how athletic and how, like, kind of good LNI is, because all things kind of an old-school, you know, old-school kind of style of wrestling. He does have that ability, beat. but there's the moment in this match where he done, like, a springboard moonsault, where he just jumped up and was able to balance on the top rope and then do a moonsault. I mean, he missed it, but it was just really cool to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was like he couldn't put Cameron Grimes away, uh, but then we obviously had stuff like, you know, have Cameron Grimes start to get back into it, he's starting hitting like a German suplex, cool stuff, a standing Hurrican Rhino looked really cool for a near fall, uh, but then obviously L.A. Knight got back into it, hit reverse AA or reverse Death Valley Drive if you want to be specific uh, for another near fall, L.A. Knight tries to hit um, his finisher, but I don't actually know what it is, it's kind of like, looked like it's a stunner in some ways, but yeah, trying to hit his finisher. Cameron Grimes counters, and we got, and we got like probably the best kind of very worrying. Could have went so many wrong in so many ways with um, Cameron Grimes. You, uh, I think, like a standing. It's like a, ver- a modified or a version of the Spanish Fly. Again, I haven't seen that man, Have uh, you moved for the while? I may have calmed down on the Spanish Fly stuff, but um, yeah, obviously the Spanish uh, hit that. Obviously, looked looked awesome, but very worrying. Uh, we got uh, a big spot from LA Knight doing his own little spot, like a German Suplex from the top bulb on Cameron Grimes. My god, he was flying. <laughs> Cameron Grimes, now, but it was a good spot. Really cool stuff. Uh, forgot to say, Cameron Grimes was kind of during the match as well, kind of hit uh, trying to lock in the million dollar dream. That's always Ted DiBiase's kind of finisher. Um, he got he locked it in here. Uh, we had a situation where like Cameron Grimes just uh, LA Knight, I mean, just couldn't. Get out of it. It's like it, you know it's like he's trying to like, you know, he got a quick pin as well for it, but then Cameron Grimes just kept locking it in. It seems to be a story of some of these matches actually a lot of can't get out of submission holes. But we'll get into that later. But um yeah, obviously got that and obviously but LA, LA Knight did get out of it, we're driving Grimes into the turnbuckle. Uh but then after that, LA Knight had enough of this. He was trying to he was trying to go as, you know, typical heel, trying to cheat. He went went outside, went off to get to million dollar title. Uh but the ref stopped him and then Grimes was able to kick him in the head, and knock um, Knight outside the ring, uh, but then obviously Diviassi, uh kind of um, without the ref even seeing Deck and LA Knight on the outside. That's a great moment, look cool. Uh, but then for, that's kind of payback for the kind of what he did last. What when he took when well, it punched him when he won the title at the first place uh, last takeover. Uh, but then after this, obviously the ref uh, didn't see it. And then obviously Diviasi sent the title into the ring to distract the ref. And obviously, De- and then we got Diviasi, Ted Diviasi, yes. Uh, was it applying the million dollars million dollar dream on his own, on LA Knight Chucked him back in the ring. Uh, Cameron Grimes uh, hits the uh, cave in or his double stomp finishing move on LA Knight. He gets to pin, gets to free, and we have a new million dollar champion. Um, again, really fun match. It wasn't again. It wasn't anything too crazy. I think it was a good like what sixteen minutes. Nothing, nothing like you know. It's gonna be a standout. You know, like match of the year candidate. But yeah, good story. The guys looks like they obviously not show very well. So it kind of works. The story made sense that obviously Cameron Grimes is going to win because obviously they couldn't keep it going. They've already done, he's he sunk as low as he's going to go. So there's only way, as Cameron Grimes would say, to the moon. So yeah, I mean, it's a great story. I hope it's a situation where uh, Ted DiBiase sticks around as he's been told because I, I, I like that dynamic. I think it'd be really cool to see. And obviously Cameron Grimes has done really well to like get this kind of um, become a millionaire thing. has really worked for him, really got him over. So I love the match. It was a good match. Uh, but um, yeah, LA Knight, I don't know the best match he's done so far by far yet. Uh, hopefully to get him in a more good feud, maybe there's probably going to be a rematch down the line. But i probably see him. I mean, if I was him, I'd probably, I'm still surprised he hasn't gone into the um, uh, try to go back into the North American Championship kind of uh, picture so hopefully he'll go into that, or maybe try and go for the world title again as or the NXT title at some point. But um yeah, good opener. I enjoyed it. Yeah, some cool moments. Yeah, and we um, had a happy moment with Ted, Di- uh, not Ted DiBiase, Cameron Grimes winning the Million Dollar Championship. So yeah, awesome match to start the show. So the next match we talk about is the NXT Women's Championship match between the champion Raquel Gonzalez and former ally, now bitter enemy Dakota Kai. Uh, One thing that I do not get about everyone, why does everyone trust Dakota Kai? She turns on her friends all the time, so why trust her? But here we are, but this is kind of a match that we've been waiting for ever since probably uh, uh, Gonzalez debuted, probably because you knew that's kind of where they were going with um, Gonzalez and Dakota Kai being a team, that eventually Dakota Kai would turn on her. Definitely think I've been, I have seen it from the get-go, but uh, we've been waiting probably since Gonzalez won the title to kind of wait until finally the Kotakai would get jealous and, you know, she's no one's number two, you know, she's not the backup, that kind of stuff. We are waiting for the turn and she finally did a couple weeks ago um, and got um, a good vignette building up, you know, kind of explaining why she did. Again, NXT did this really well with the vignettes and that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was I wasn't it was exactly top of my list of matches I was really looking forward to, but I knew it would be a solid, decent match because they probably know each other very well. Gonzalez has been great. Uh, since uh, the last couple of months, probably like ever since, every every match he's improving on, I mean, and obviously Dakota Kai is amazing that I hope would get a title feud at this point and probably get a title at some point. Um, I thought it'd be in this match, obviously it wasn't to be, but um, yeah, let's go and dive in just to quick talk about what the big moments in this match. Obviously, beginning the match, Dakota Kai was playing mind games with Mikel uh, Gonzalez, in and out of the wing, you know, because obviously Gonzalez wanted to whip her head off, you know, feel betrayed, you feel betrayed, so she just basically wants to destroy her, but you know, the Kai playing mind games, uh, but uh, yeah, the big moment, obviously after that, we obviously, you know, back and forth, uh, the Kai hits the Yakuza kick, if I pronounce that word, I think that's what that is, that kind of like, very similar to um, the Haluba kick uh, type move that Kasami Zayn does, that, you know, hit her early on, but uh, Raquel Gonzalez put so much force because Raquel Gonzalez... Moved out. Uh, was it kind of fell out outside the ring? Uh, but obviously, you got had to bring her back in to get, but got only got the two. At this point, uh, Raquel Gonzalez got back into it, took control, took control, working on her, using her power, to kind of um, get in, back into the match, as she's been doing for most of uh, her reign. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so obviously, had a cool moment when you thought, uh, Raquel Gonzalez was going to hit that one armed, was it slam that she does, a finisher. But, um, yeah, the cool thing where you got the Kota Kai locking in an arm bar, uh, but, uh, by while, while um, to Kai or, I mean Raquel Gonzalez, I mean, uh, was kind of holding her in place, but then she just kind of took her across, and Raquel Gonzalez slinged her into the turnbuckle. Um, there was this great segment. I can't. It was just so fast. This segment I couldn't even know back back. But yeah, it was like this great se- back and forth that led to a sit down power bomb by uh, Raquel Gonzalez to get a near fall. Uh, we got this really uncomfortable nasty looking thing with Gonzalez doing like a reverse power bomb onto the onto the, uh, the ropes that looked, <laughs> doesn't look like that, that would hurt, uh, back and forth um, we had a bit where obviously you would have where they really both um, charged at each other um, you know, proper like venomous like I'm going to get you type thing and after that we've got Dakota guy right here and a chiropractor that kind of double knee to the back kind of a weird variation of a backstabber, really cool stuff for a near fall there. Then you got Raquel Gonzalez, he, uh, trying to go for a finish again, but Dakota Kai again, counters, they know each other so well, uh, Dakota Kokai uh, went to top, hit a double stomp, very like the coup de grace, kind of Finn Balor type move, got that, thought that'd be it, got, get, got the near fall there, uh, then we had a situation near the end of the match, Pretty match ended with them fighting at the top, uh, Raquel Gonzalez was at the top. You had Dakota Kai trying to hit her that, you know, that uh, kick, uh, that, that kick yet again from the top. So obviously take her out. But uh, Raquel Gonzalez stopped her, picked her up, hits that one-armed power bomb from the top rope, got the pin, got the win. We got there in the end. A lot of stuff, kind of mumbled a little bit. But yes, still NXT Women's Champion, Raquel Gonzalez. Kind of surprised because I was expecting kind of um. Dakota Kai to win this because obviously it's betrayal and obviously her first match but then maybe it's a situation to prove the first match if it's like a, a long feud to make Dakota Kai like okay okay you, you're you, I underestimated you you're better than I thought you were next time I want so I think she'll win the title in the next encounter because I think Dakota Kai needs a title run she's been there long enough, she's character's been solid her matches have been good, she needs a run by that title and obviously if it's a new era she's a perfect person for it but, um, yeah, obviously, it's not the end of what happened, though. Obviously, you know, to cut uh, Raquel Gonzalez, you know, holding the title aloft. But, you know, so happy that she'd be a, a former best friend, a former partner. And then, all of a sudden, we got music. Okay, what's going on? Kaylee Ray Lee, the former and longest NXT UK Women's Champion, uh, it debuted in NXT. So, it looks like they're doing a situation where she's just debuting to have, like, give her warning. Or... That's the next feud for Gonzalez. That again, wouldn't mind because Callaway Lee. Um, I've watched, I think I watched one or two of her matches. Um, NXT UK from her long title. Reign. Very good. She's very good. Um, so I think um, it's a definite asset to have her on NXT, uh, especially that women division was a bit depleted with them kind of raiding a lot of Raw and SmackDown. So it needs a couple, maybe NXT UK stars going to go over there. So maybe I need a bit of a boost. That would be cool. So um, yeah. So, either way, a good match. Again, it's not going to be an amazing match, but it was kind of shorter than I expected. But uh, the outcome was very different to what I thought. But yeah, I mean, the way it's looking, it's probably going to be another. Dakota is probably going to win that title. If not, another special if they're going to do, or the next takeover, whenever that is going to be. So, yeah. So um, at the moment we've only got one, uh, two matches we've done so far. One's a title change. One's where the champion has defended her title. So yeah. So again, good match. Really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, um, I'm intrigued to see if um, Kelly Kellywell Lee is got any is going to be involved in any way. With this tart feud, or just a big shock to give her notice that she is now in NXT. We'll find out. I look forward to seeing where that goes. So, yeah, the next match we're talking about is a match that, again, was when I saw it was announced on this takeover, was the match I was looking forward to the most, especially when they have my, me and Josh's, I an know Josh as well, the match of the year last year. I obviously talking about Walter versus Dragonoff 2 uh, for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's. Everyone knows you knew going in you were going to get a hard-hitting, brutal match because that's pretty much what we got in that NXT match last year. My God, that match was brutal to watch. It was so much people had to go Was so much brutality in that match. A lot of people that didn't even watch NXT UK went over there to come out just to watch this match, me included. Really made me become a kind of fan to a point of NXT UK, so um yeah, uh, going in, obviously, I remember the kind of story that obviously off at this point, was having a situation where, at first, um, trying to control his temper, I think, going in for last, after that match, he was trying to, over the last months, uh, because his, his temper has got him in trouble, or his temper has um, got him, um disqualified to matches, remember watching, I can't remember who the guy was, but yeah, that was the whole stick, like, trying not to get him, a, you know, very hulkish, like you know, try he's, he's, his emotions are getting into him, and it kind of in some ways um, played into this match. But um, yeah, I mean, I was totally looking forward to this match, I think everyone was. Uh, everyone I was kind of online, I think I was really looking forward to this match so um, yeah, enough me, uh, you know, talk about that. Let's go, let's go and talk about this match let's go for it, so um, yeah, as you expect, very intense start uh, as you expect from these two, you had obviously here uh, hitting some like chops and Walter first, Yeah, two straight ups, it wasn't Walter, it was basically Dragunov this time start of it's very old school, very technical as you expect because he's both great technical wrestlers yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you can see they, they these guys know each other very well. Probably, either they've fought each other many times or just wouldn't surprise you if they faced each other um, in the independent scene or anything like that. So, um, yeah, obviously, we've got uh Jones working on that arm. Makes sense, obviously, for the uh, Walter's chop. So, yeah, nice arm barber there. But, obviously, was out a power out um, on the top rope. Literally, like, I'm climbing the top rope. And then we got our first big moment when, obviously, uh, on top rope, Walter slaps... Dragonoff off the top up. Oh, my God, you could hear that slap. It was so mental. But, yeah, so that was the first. If you're going to be like a Brock Lesnar, it's like number one of the Walter slap scale. So, he's out. So, at this point, Walter, um, after this, so took him at, took him on. It went to the outside, took him round, and then hit a powerbomb. Um, uh, Dragunov onto the apron. Obviously, then, and obviously, at this point, it's just Walter taking control of the match. Uh, we had, obviously, Walter chopping the back of the neck of Dragunov. But uh, there was a moment where obviously this is where of starts to get back into the match, and it was fired up. It's like this this guy is crazy, like, no, and also it shows improvement because last year that would have destroyed him, but now it fires him up. So it shows improvement, character-wise, there. Uh, but obviously of you know, taking that momentum. Totally on fire, takes control of the match. Had he hit two of those on torpedo Moscow was one to the back of the neck and one to the front, as you expect. But Walter kicked out. He was shocked. <laughs> we all were. Uh, but uh, yeah, obviously, then after that he went to top. Hit a nice German suplex for uh German I mean, superplex on the top. Then obviously Walter came back into it. Hit a shotgun dropkick. That again for a guy his size is still amazing. Uh, shot down to Dragonov and then hit a power bomb on him and he kicked out. Uh, Walter had enough at this point. He was trying to. He's thinking of the end game. Another two chops, devastating chops to the chest of of uh, Dragonov. Then and he hit another one of his power bombs. Then went to the top, hit that big splash that he did that obviously won him the title against Pete Dunne. So many years ago, was it 800, 800 days ago now? That's like three years, four years. It's mental how long it has been championed. Uh, yeah, but obviously Dragunov kicks out. The move that won the title, Dragunov kicks out. So you know at this point, it's probably a matter of time. Dragunov's winning this match. If you're kicking out of moves like that, normally that would win him a match. Uh, but then obviously at this point, you had uh, got very nasty. They ground and pound at this point. Unless uh, you're trying everything to get the final blow, both men. Uh, we've got Dragunov locking in his sleeper on Walter. Uh, but then, uh, again, he goes to the top trying to get out of it. But then uh, but he did it to a point. But then Dragunov again locks in the sleeper. Walter still can't get out of it. Uh, but, obviously, but then, Walter kind of, um, in some ways, got out of it. Then, obviously, Dragunov came back here, chops, he chops and kicks to the back of the neck and kicks. Had nowhere to go. But um, yeah, no, you know, Dragunov. Locked in the sleeper again one more time. Probably really wrenching it in. And obviously, surprisingly to everyone, Walter tapped. And we have a new NXT United Kingdom champion, Dragunov. My God. Again, I can't pronounce his first name, so it's not an insult. I apologize. Really terrible. But um, yeah, great, great match. Definitely... I would probably say the match of the weekend was probably a good shout. No surprise here. I was not surprised how good this match was. The question is, is it better than the first match? I would say it's just a bit lower, probably because the first match was. A, I think they toned down the brutality a little bit more. It's a bit more technical and a bit more as you expect. So um, yeah, so I think um, I think the first match was a little bit better, but still an amazing match. So happy for Dragon off. Obviously, the story is. Uh, done well for a man that took that, that kind of beating, that kind of stuff. Awesome match. <laughs> I can't give it justice. Check it out. I would definitely see a match the night, but definitely a match the weekend. So um, yeah, be interested to see what Dragonov does as champion. Obviously Walter, I don't know. He's gonna be called up to NXT. Is he gonna stay in NXT UK? What's he gonna do? It'd be interesting to see if he does sign other than a championship. That would be quite cool. So um, yeah, so uh, good match. And I, I would say good match. It was a great match. And definitely match unite and um yeah, I'm interested in this, I might actually watch the UK to see what um what's gonna happen there. So good stuff. I really enjoy this match. Def go out. Go and watch it. You would not regret it. So, yeah, so after that amazing match, next we go into a match that again is equally is probably one of the big feuds they've done probably during this this kind of pandemic era is obviously the blow-off match between Adam Cole and Carlo O'Reilly in a two-out-of-three-falls match or the undisputed finale again. Love that name. So good. So, yeah, obviously, the way that this man was uh, matched, I mean, it's panned out, was the situation of, obviously, it's three-falls. Number one's going to be a regular match. Number two's going to be, I think, a street fight, I think they said. And number three, if it gets to a 3rd fall, is going to be a steel cage match. Again... I think they've done it before in NXT, I can't remember what match it was, but again, always when they got free these kind of matches, always think of three stages of hell between Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin, again, it's got the same matches, the same types, the same everything, it's kind of, that's the benchmark of two out of three falls kind of like matches, in my opinion. But um, yeah, it's a great. Again, it's you can see that what the it's ironic that Triple H probably booked this. <laughs> so so ironic that he would do this kind of thing. It's kind of the same stuff. But um, yeah, but I was kind of looking forward to go into this match. Um, obviously, the, it was interesting because you knew going in that uh, if you know the kind of dirt sheets or kind of know information going in is that this might be. Possibly, obviously, unless rumors are that he actually is leaving. This is maybe Adam Cole's last match. is in in NXT. Obviously, um, his contract ran out. Um, what was it? Probably like, probably like a week ago or something like that. And he's obviously done extension for the uh, the NXT takeover for uh, match here. So, but yeah, he's uh, apparently he was off like a like a really big contract. And rumors I he might t- he's turned it down. So this might be the last time we see Adam Cole in NXT. Maybe he's gone to AW. I mean. Pretty much everyone goes to a head up to be fair. But so yeah, so we had that, you know, lingering over. But if you took away that him is leaving, we all knew that kind of Adam Cole wasn't winning this feud. Carlo Riley obviously, um, it was obviously it's one one at this point when it comes to this is the rubber match, obviously because the first match Carlo Riley won, I think it was like a no sanction match, unsanctioned match, so it didn't count. Uh, then you got the other sort of the uh, one at I think the regular match at Great America Bash, obviously Adam Cole won, so it was one one, and obviously this is the bluff match, and yeah. I like the idea that obviously they're both using matches that, that each travel, each travel won. Obviously, regular match kind of fits more to kind of Carlo Riley's kind of playbook. But Adam Cole won that, and obviously the kind of street fight kind of feel is more Adam Cole's kind of playbook. Playbook, but carlo Riley won that. So yeah, I know steel cage matches. You could have steel Steelcase match at the end. I don't know why it doesn't have any. Anything other than just it's cool how it's still gates match, but um, yeah, it was going to be interesting going in. I mean, uh, it's the longest match on the card, obviously, as you expect, a lot of stuff. It for, for, for some ways too felt short, but um, anyway, yeah, um, dive straight dive into talking about this um, match. A lot of stuff to talk about here, so let's go straight into it. So obviously, the first match you said was a regular match, both men very intense going against each other, both bitter enemies. You expect that kind of stuff. The kind of big thing that happened is a um, bit with Adam Cole uh, taking out the steel steps and trying to hit that brain buster on the steel steps that he'd done so, so long ago to um, Kyle O'Reilly and then Kylo O'Reilly did it to Adam Cole. Very simple. Symbi- it's face... Symbolotic. Can't think of the word. Yeah, that's very... It's very like... Putting what their feud is basically in a nutshell, you know, want to basically take each other out. Uh, obviously, after after this, Carlo O'Reilly countered, nice suplex to stop it. So now Carlo was in control, a nice ankle lock, uh, all kinds of stuff. We had this nice uh, Adam Cole hitting like a knee to the face, beautiful, beautifully done by the way. Probably wouldn't be surprised if av V triggerish, but um, yeah. But this match was this this part that this part of the match was only three minutes long, but it all ended with Adam Cole hitting a super kick. Um, on Carlo Wiley in mid air, beautifully great. Carlo Wiley sold it very well. Obviously, um, Adam Cole went off trying to hit that uh, power mass uh, finisher, but Carlo um, Riley countered it, uh, got on top of him, was able to uh, hook the leg, get the one two three. And get a quick win. So at this point, Kylo O'Reilly is now one up in this match. So after this match, um, after this went to the, after this went to the street fight. Obviously, at this point, well, obviously everyone just went for weapons. At this point, you would uh, obviously the big the kind of big spot at the start was basically Carl uh, was setting up a chair like in the sitting position. Obviously, and that but Kyle kind of countered, put him on the chair, but then went he've got a trash can put it, uh, put it uh, on Cole, and then went on the apron, and there's a running drop kick off the apron, on, you know, on to, uh, was it Adam Cole, ouch, that's got to hurt, but I'm guessing the trash can, you know, helped, but um, yeah, cool moment, as you expect, you always get that kind of feel, uh, but at this point, obviously, uh, the big kind of talking point that kind of went for the whole of the match was obviously the bit when the colorway went to the top, uh, but then, obviously, uh, you've got Cole. that kind of like, whi- kind of, um, was it drop kicked him or like whipped him into that corner on top, and he fell down. And obviously, was it Carl's working on his, damaged his ribs. So um, obviously, you can see the smile on Adam Cole's face when he saw this because obviously, it's opportunity to take him out. But yeah, obviously, Carl is selling it very well here, and obviously, through this part of the match, just a lot of work by um, uh, Adam Cole working on the ribs, steel chairs with um, steel chairs to the ribs. All kinds of stuff. Um, even trying to set up a steel chair in the corner. Uh, there was a bit when he was like, obviously knew trying to try and do. Uh, Adam Cole was trying to whip him into that corner, but obviously, Carlo was trying to be smart when he whipped him in there, trying to get away. But he tried. He did avoid the chair, but he slided into the, uh, the bo- bottom of the post. You know, like the bottom gap between the post. So that must have not. <laughs> that would have hurt. Uh, no surprise of any street fight. You get kendo sticks and a kendo stick. That kind of stuff. You even had Adam Cole hitting, uh, was it locking in some sort of um, uh, submission hole, very similar to his uh, was it girlfriend or uh, was it Brit Baker's with the lock jaw, pulling back on the teeth, like very nicely done. A lot of a lot of people during this weekend doing their girlfriend's or wife's finishing maneuver. Obviously, when we got Edge did his um, the Glam Slam, uh, obviously wife Beth Phoenix's uh, <laughs> finishing move. So maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's a thing this weekend. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so obviously. Uh, we got um, got out of it. Obviously, you got at this point. Uh, was it Carlo Riley, Was it Slams? Um, Adam Cole's knee into the chair. Was he set up? Then hit a nice dragon screwed leg whip on Adam Cole onto the onto the chair. Then we got uh, both men hitting like a, like a pump kick or like a you know a big boot uh, a couple of times. But they both done it at the same time. Knocked themselves out. Uh, then at this point, obviously they both got to go onto the ring. Uh, the camera's very focused on Adam Cole, trying to um, get the chain or kind of like chain, wrap it around his fist. But then he looks up and I like this camera angle, looks up. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Carl O'Reilly's like, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're doing. I've got one too. And then it was just a good old fashioned fist fight <laughs> with people with chains. Very street fight level. I like that. Uh, but obviously at this point, obviously uh, we had obviously our cat, right at this point, Adam Cole hit a super kick on and then uh, to get away from him. Then, obviously, they fight on the stage. You had a bit with Kyle Wiley, pushed or kind of chucked um, Adam Cole off the stage. And a nice little gap in between the stage thing they've got there. Uh, then Kyle was... Uh, yeah, and obviously, then Adam Adam Cole obviously got back into it. And to kind of finish off this part of the match was basically you set up two chairs, uh, both opposite each other. So it's like the kind of like the, the top bit, like, really could, like, you know, hit that on the back, I think. Adam Cole took that many, many years, like a long time ago. I can't remember what match it was. But yeah, set that up. Um obviously at this point, obviously it was supposed to be Carlo Riley but then Carlo went to the top. I think he was trying to he was trying to hit that finisher, like flying that knee drop kind of thing he does for the things when he finishes from the top. But uh, Adam Cole countered it, threw Adam uh Kyle off the top rope onto the chairs. Oh, that's got to hurt the back. Then just for and just to put an icing on the cake hit the last shot. He's finishing maneuver. Got the free, and the the match is level at one-one. But at this point, obviously, we get to the steel cage. But before the steel cage was even lowered, Alan Cole was um, kind of taking advantage of the injured ribs of Carlo Ali. Uh, obviously, the refs, everyone was checking on him, seeing if he's all right. Uh, at this point, it was very um, obvious that well, very good selling. Obviously, um, he wasn't obviously. Kyle, uh, was Adam Cole was taking full advantage? Attacked him before even the cage was lowered. Even um, did a power bomb onto the announce table, just a side bit of it, working on the ribs. Um, Loved the bit. Was like it brought him back in the ring. I was looking at him, saying, "Can he compete?" Adam Cole, you know, was basically like <laughs> he was just smiling, saying, "Yeah, I've got this match won." They finally got the cage down. Well, you did have the bit where well, I think the trash can was in the middle and obviously messed up the kind of cage. So they had to kind of replay to kind of negate that. But um, yeah, obviously when the match started, you had basically Adam Cole chucking Kyle O'Reilly back and forth into the cage, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then obviously Kyle O'Reilly did finally get back and then started chucking... Uh, Adam Cole into the cage. We had this nice little exchange where they both tried to hit the finishes, uh, but um, they both missed. And then he had a nice move with Carlo where he hit the last shot. Adam Cole's all move on him to get a nice near fall. But Adam Cole, when he's when he's backed against the wall, is a dastly, dastly heel. Damn, the most dastly heel thing you can ever think of. A low blow to Carlo Wiley. Looks like he had an opportunity to climb the cage. Could have. Kind of forgot about that cage match. Yes, you can, you know, because a lot of people don't do it now. But, yeah, like, you can climb out of the cage. Totally forgot about that. Obviously, Adam Cobb is like, no, you know what? I'm going to try and end this match. Uh, so, kind of, was he's balancing on the top rope and then went to the top and hit, uh, jumped and hit a Panama Sunrise on Carlo Raleigh. It looked amazing. That move always looks cool. Got the near fall. But he made a mistake. Uh, but then, out of nowhere, I don't know where he got these, um, Adam Cole had some handcuffs, he found those, I don't know where he was, uh, where he got those, uh, but yeah, and then handcuffed, kind of, kind of to the ropes, and then just kept getting super kick off, the super kick to his face, nowhere to go, but you would think, okay, where is this going to go, like, how's he going to get out, but no, I mean, there was, a, he tried to hit for a third, um, a third super kick, but, um, Kyle was able to hit the um, heel hook, he's kind of finished with, um, uh, with one arm, because obviously the other one is handcuffed Two. The ropes. And yeah, and obviously well, for some su- to surprise to me, I think some people as well, um, Adam Cole tapped. Yeah? The match ended just abruptly like that. I've got to be honest, um I was expe- I was expecting a couple more minutes on this match. I thought there would be a situation where he hits his finisher or something like that. But yeah, it's just like he just tapped. Like I feel I was like, oh. I thought there'd be a way when he gets gets out of the steel the handcuffs. But um yeah, it just felt abrupt at the ending. Felt very abrupt. But, um, yeah, overall, really, yeah, it's a really good match. I Again, out of the three matches, it's not their best match. I think their best match is probably their anti-sanction match, but that's just my opinion. But, I mean, I just prefer, I think they're just more, yeah, we just prefer that kind of match. But that's just my personal opinion. But, um, yeah, end of a Obviously, now Adam Cole's probably on his way out, as we talked about at the start of this, of this part of the review. Uh, again I don't I don't like I mean I AW obviously and obviously they've got so many, they've got CM Punk, they've got Danny Bryan or Bryan Danielson, obviously they brought in uh Malachi Black, all kinds of these big names. And obviously rumors are Bray White's going there. It's like it's gonna be so many people going to that company. But I see it, he's done everything in X T. Would you trust the main roster to treat you with respect when everyone that's even the reigning NXT champion has been treated like a jobber? Uh, so I wouldn't trust it, so I get why he's leaving, but it's kind of sad, because Adam Cole in XT has been amazing, so, but when it comes to Carlo, it seems like the only two left from the Undisputed Era at the moment, because obviously Bobby Fiscop at least, is just Carlo Raleigh and um, Roderick Strong, so, you know, two left, you know, all four, you know, like leaving no more Undisputed Era, it was really sad, it was a great time, but um, yeah, so obviously I got think Carlo against probably it wouldn't surprise me his first challenger, for that NXT Championship. Because that's pretty much when the building helped him to win that at some point. I don't know when that would be. It'll probably be the next TakeOver would, it makes, would make sense. But, um, yeah, very abrupt. But, yeah, it's a good interview. I wish it, I wish a bit longer would be my my, my preference. But, you know, it's a, it's a good match. But, again, it's like it probably would have been Match of the Night if it wasn't for that huge <laughs> Dragunov versus Water match that just blew everyone away so there's no chance in hell that's being blown away at least do something crazy but um yeah it's good um good match enjoyed it really good um i just hope they uh this leads to kyle O'Reilly finally winning win the NXT championship because that's going to be a massively big moment and i can't wait to, and i can't wait for it so yeah so good match and um yeah that's now go and talk about the main event of this show so, yeah, so obviously the main event of this show was the NXT Championship match about Killian Cross, if I pronounced that correctly, going against Samoa Joe in a match that, again, was built up quite well until Kevin Cross got pinned against Jeff Hardy and looked like a champ on Raw. And then all of a sudden, all that building up they did for Cross just felt felt negated, for me anyway. I mean, some people say it doesn't really damage anything, but... It just felt like this guy they've built up as a badass, as a as an unstoppable machine, getting jobbed up like that. It's just annoying, and it's just it made him look like he's not he's not to be feared anymore. Um, I mean, it makes it worse that obviously, uh, yeah, like was it uh, was scarlets now like just disappeared off the face of the earth? It's really annoying. That's like you know that kind of I admit that it's kind of what you bought was kind of more just like kind of. I don't know. I don't see eye because that's not really fair because that's diminishing her kind of ability. But just more add this kind of the look more than anything else. But um, but yes, yeah, she's gone somewhere. I don't know what they're doing. So that's weird. But yeah, like the kind of yeah, the momentum is really good because obviously when Joel came, NXT was in a kind of slump at this point. Uh, Samoa Joe came back as the uh, kind of an enforcer, uh, only can to kind of stop Cross being like bullying everyone in the division because obviously you've got a bit comfort cocky at this point. Um, you know, Samojo came back, and obviously, everything just picked up after that. It was that, you know, the old uh, Regal said, You kind of take it all let less provoked. And that was the whole thing where, after the match against Finn Balor, if I'm correct, the rematch, uh, where Samojo was the special guest referee, obviously, after the match, um, you had Karen Cross kind of um, taking him out with a sleeper and, yeah, started off this feud. That's um, again, it's just like, you know, Samojo is back in XT and back wrestling. We thought. From a guy that's, like, being kicked out, basically being released to now come back and then being a main a main eventing in NXT. It's amazing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't... I mean, personally, I wouldn't have chose this as the main event. I personally would have chose the 2 out of 3 Fools match just because I think that's more... That kind of ending is more of an ending of a show ender than this match because this this match didn't have as much momentum as it had a couple of weeks ago. The momentum, like I said, the momentum was kind of killed by how they've traded across on the main roster, so, well it did for me, maybe some people, were still up for it, but, I kind of lost interest, after that, but, um, yeah, the band was on like, 12 minute match, but, um, yeah, I mean, I said no, like again, they used to, one thing I noticed, with the entrance, they've really, they can't be bothered anymore, it's really annoying, where like, they used to have the big smoke, the big thing, where Scarlett was there, you know, and then all of a sudden, you don't see the guy, uh, you don't see, um, kind of cross, until he like, gets to the ring, it just, it's, they've really. Butchered this guy's character. I mean, I'm not saying I love it. I'm not saying I like his his ability in the wing is there to be desired, and I, I'm not a big fan. Like I wasn't a fan of it, but my God, they tried their best with him to like that entrance was a big part of his character, and they've completely taken that away from him. So what has he got? Oh, I feel I feel for the guy. I mean, again, it's this perfect example why NXT like. Never go to the main roster, never, because they're gonna treat you like crap. But anyway, that's enough of that. So <laughs> enough of that. So yes, yeah, let's, let's talk about a match like kind of match because obviously it was shorter for main event. Only 12 minutes. You you would you would expect this to be another like 15 and 20 minute match, but very short, very short, shorter than I expected. But um, yeah, obviously well, starting off, you got the Joe kind of uh, taking on Callan Cross early. You know, him with strikes, sleepers, that kind of stuff. Um, again, I point out the crowd. I don't know if that was because they were told because he's the bad guy, or just because he don't care about this guy anymore. Uh, the crowd of were booing weren't, weren't weren't up for this match. I don't think. Uh, again, strikes early. Obviously, Kevin Cross after those strikes early hit this. Uh, he's uh, that suplex he does, and obviously uh, that forearm to the back of the neck of Joe. At this point, Cross was just throwing Samoa around. Kind of in control at this point, even hitting like, a, like that Doomsday Suplex or that one, of these big suplexes that he does. That's uh, even doing the anchor lock on um, Samoa Joe, but um, Joe get, did get back into it with a nice. Uh, obviously, signature kind of dive, suicide dive on the outside. Obviously, we had some he done submissions of his own with his in the uh, locking in the STF and then transitioning it into a crossface. Again, another move that I'm, again I'm sure Edge did as well. Are they copper beats from that match? <laughs> it seems to be that very, very, very samey that was very samey. But um, yeah, after that, obviously, Kevin has got got back into it. Started hitting some strikes on Joe, uh, but Joe came back back into it with some like a better to bear belly suplex on Cross. Uh, at this point, Joe's like, you know, more momentum's in his favour. He's on fire. Uh, but Joe, even hitting like two running sentons on the back of the um, Cross, uh, even hitting his. Um, signature kind of sleeper, can't pronounce the name, sorry, um, hitting the sleeper as well, but, uh, but Cameron Cross was able to get out, and into his own sleeper, the cross jacket, uh, looks, uh, but you were kind of feeling, that he wasn't going to, Cross wasn't winning this one, we all know Joel was going to win it, Joel got out, but Cross was still trying to get the forearms, to the back of the neck, but um, Joel got back into it, and you and Argie slam, on Cross, and then, all leading up to the goal to the, uh, was it Cross went to the top, uh, yeah, because Marvel Joe kind of like done like that, that famous kid, that kind of uh, jumping kick he does to you know to stop him from you know from, from you know falling from the top. I mean, and then goes up, hits the Muscle Buster. Haven't seen that in a very long time. You know he's going to hit that. It's probably going to be the finish. Hits that one, two, three, and as they said, is now a first time, free time NXT champion. Um, again, it's like I went through that quite quickly, but that's kind of how the match felt. It's like twelve minutes of just. Yeah, if again it felt like to me a match to like okay we've got to get this over and done with. Cross is not is leaving, everyone knows he's leaving. Just get this match out of the way. Done. No problem. And then we can just move on with this. Because again the momentum was just dead at this point. Because of the whole thing of C- cross and how they treated him and how they booked him on the main roster. That's like this guy's not threatening anymore. Even if it's like you watch NXT and ignore what he's done at all, you can't. So but, yeah, again, it's great to see Joel. He's back in the ring. He did look a bit, you know, like the uh, first couple of minutes. So it was the first time he's wrestling in the 18 months. So, you can expect it's not going to be his fluent best. But, yeah, it's good to see him back. He's got the title. Again, this sets up matches against um, got Pete Dunne. You've got you've got uh, Kyle Riley, them kind of matches coming up soon, maybe. So, there might be changes. But, hopefully, they get through these matches first. Because they're going to be great matches. It's, good. it's just great to see Joel back in NXT. But, um, yeah, yeah it was um weird way to end like I said I wouldn't have ended this with this with this match but I get it's the NXT championship it doesn't mean it has to end I think the Adam Cole colorali was a more show Ender as I've pronounced before but yeah I mean it was a fine match I I think um cross has never really been a great in-wing wrestler in the sense of his his style can be a style that kind of isn't it doesn't interests people for me it doesn't some people it might so good. For, if you like that kind of stuff, cool. But I just don't think... I think that's what. If you don't... He has the character, but his in-ring ability. But if you strip away the character... And his in-ring ability's not great. I, I wife him on the main roster. I've got to be honest. To hope we don't do anything silly with him. But yeah. So we've got a new NXT Champion. I can't wait to see what happens. But um, yeah, that ends the show. Um, With NXT TakeOver 36. Yeah, I said... It, it did feel... It did feel like an end of an era. Because obviously a lot of... As you know, what couple of... Restors are leaving, obviously, you know, Adam Cole's leaving, Cross is going to the main roster, um, you've got all kinds of stuff like that, so you kind of knew, like, kind of people that have been a staple of, kind of, XT for, or at least Adam Cole for a while has left, it's kind of a, they just feel like there's a change coming, so, yeah, I mean, it's sad, because obviously, NXT takeovers have been a highlight for us wrestling fans for so long, even in the dark, dark days of WWE, even before AEW even was, even a fort. NXT takeovers. NXT has been the shining beacon that, if you if people know wrestling and you get the right people with the right stories, wrestling can be fun and wrestling can be cool. So it's really sad that they kind of they they want to change it. It doesn't need. I don't think it needs to be changed. I just think it needs, you know, you just got to maybe book the guys that go up and book them like they want to NXT. But it's 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 you know it's Vince. It's not getting into that. Uh, but um, yeah, obviously either way. Yeah, great. I think it's a good show. I've, I've, I think um, was I put a, a, a poll out, I think, before uh, last night. I think obviously early in the morning for me anyway. A poll, I think. Let me just quickly get it up. Yeah, it was, I think I mentioned that 64.5% 60, people thought it was a great show. 27.3% thought it was good. Uh, no one thought it was okay. And 18.2% thought it was a bad show. But again, I totally disagree. With. I think it's a great show. I mean, best match of night is by far Dragon Off versus Walter. No surprise there. Amazing match, I think. Uh, yeah, I think um, the million dollar championship match between Grimes and Knight was good as well. A good opener. The NXT Women's Championship was fine as well, but again, it was it uh, was solid. But I start thinking you now, I feel I felt it was very short, and I think they could do more of it. You had obviously with, obviously after that we had the two out of three falls match again. I think they've done a better match, Adam Cole and Riley but I think it's a good feud ender. I thought. Could have gave a couple more minutes, but it was still fine and 10 as you expect from them too. And obviously, main event was much to be desired. It was still had cool moments, but again, it felt like it more, that's just get this over and done with, give them the title, and then we can just move on. And that's what it felt to me. But yeah, overall, I give this a pay view of 7 out of 10, probably. I mean, you could probably bump up to 8, but just by the Walter-Dragonoff match in general. So, I mean, but... Um, now you know what, I'll give it like an 8. Simple. I got, I got definitely an eight show, I think. I think it's just that, that one match really bumps up everything else. And obviously, there's no bad match here, if you know what I mean. Most of them are either like, you know, if you're going to go like two, like two out of, was it three out of five, most of the matches on this card. So that's usually a good, solid show, as you expect from TakeOver. But um, yeah. So um, yeah, I would definitely check out the Dragon Off Water match. Both of them, actually. Really great matches. So, uh, yeah, this is my review of NXT TakeOver 36. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what they do on Tuesday. Obviously, uh, this will be out, hopefully, by tonight. Uh, I'm calling this a Monday or on Tuesday. Uh, as obviously doing the SummerSlam with you in a bit with Josh. So, um, yeah, hope you've enjoyed. Obviously, if, um, if you uh, listen to this, please, can you like and subscribe our YouTube channel? Um, we're trying to grow that. It's slowly getting there. Uh, for last time I checked it, we're on 44 subscribers. We're hoping to get 50 soon. I know it's not a big milestone, but, you know, working up the subscribers. is always cool. So, yeah, if you like this, please like and subscribe. Uh, yes, if you want to know more from us, you can go on our Twitter at, J- at Josh and Stu Pods. Obviously, we'll be posting the results hopefully soon of our prediction game of this, as well as, obviously, check out obviously, our SummerSlam, which will be out soon as well. Obviously, you can go on our, um, the, the Josh and Stu Westing podcast, uh, in instagram as well so you post a lot of the predictions and kind of you know our shows on there as well trying to use that more and obviously if you want to talk to us uh, more the josh and stew podcast at gmail.com i think i pronounced that wesley that'd be in the description below so don't have to worry about that but yeah so um yeah if you want to check us out that's the way to do it so yeah hope you've enjoyed my view hopefully i haven't bored you to tears from the, the what, in an hour hopefully you enjoyed my thoughts on this event uh, yeah obviously I might put a poll out on Twitter or something like that if you guys like me doing these solo reviews and if you would like to do me to do more of them because I've kind of liked doing them so I might try and see if um, make an opportunity when I can do more of them would be cool so um, yeah let me know let me know on Twitter or uh, let me know about that if you got got this far to the end anyway so uh, yeah so I'll be back with Josh to talk about summerslam Uh when that's uh, that should be out soon, so yeah, I can't wait to talk to Josh about that because uh, interesting talking points, not all, not all good, some good, some bad as well. But um, I look forward to talking to Josh about that, yeah. So we'll be back for that, but obviously, after uh, our next kind of after that, we'll be back for probably all outs. That uh, again, I cannot wait because of the CM Punk's return. Oh, god, it's I, I could talk about that for now. I probably should have done a podcast and talk about CM Punk's return in general. But, yeah, I can't wait for that. So we're back for that as well. So, yeah, so um, yeah, so our next review will be SummerSlam. So hopefully you're back for that. Hope you've enjoyed my review. I've been Stuart Vine and speak to you guys soon. Bye, everyone.